Hey, what's up, everybody? My name is DJ Martin. I'm a church pastor here at Parker Ford Church. Welcome to our ongoing midweek teaching series on the character of God. Throughout the series, Parker Ford Church has been partnering with Daybreak Community Church as well as North Point Church. Our leaders have partnered together to, to write and create this series. And we've been going for a while now. Like, I, I don't know exactly how many weeks, but uh, maybe 15, something like that, where we've been talking about the character of God. The first 10 weeks of the series looked at individual character traits of God or specific character traits of God. And in this second half of the series, we'll be wrapping up in the next month or so, um, we're talking about how God acts in the world based on his character traits. And so in recent weeks, we've looked at God interceding for us, uh, that God speaks, that he creates, um, that he is an artistic God. And today we're, we're continuing this series and we're going to be talking about a God self-sacrifices he sacrifices for us which is uh, reveals the like definitive character trait of god um being his his holiness and his love poured out uh on the world and his creation this whole series has been set up for us uh, by this quote from aw tozer in his classic work the knowledge of the holy which is a book all about the character of god and right at the beginning of the book tozer says what comes into our minds when we think about God is the most important thing about us because what comes into our mind shapes like who we think God to be and who we think God is will ultimately shape how we act and how we engage and how we interact with the world. So today we're talking about God sacrifices. For those of you who are Star Wars fans or have a Disney Plus subscription, you may be aware of the show, The Mandalorian. The Mandalorian, the Mandalorian is a, a Star Wars story kind of spinoff show of the main uh, Star Wars franchise. And uh, that's that's the show with Baby Yoda, if you've heard of Baby Yoda. But uh, the Mandalorians are sort of this like religious kind of militaristic group in the Star Wars universe. And they have their own special code of ethics. And throughout their series, whenever like one of these behavioral ethical like choices comes up, um, there's this repeated phrase where the Mandalorian says, this is the way, meaning this is the way that Mandalorians act in this situation or that situation. Well, if you're a follower of Jesus, you may or may not be aware of this, but that's a phrase that's stolen right from the New Testament because the earliest Christians uh, were in fact not known as Christians. At first, the followers of Jesus were known as followers of the way, the way of Jesus. And if there is a way of Jesus that more exemplifies who he is than his self-sacrificial love, um, I, I don't know what that is. Like the self-sacrificial laying down his life. Nobody can take it from him. Nobody could, could force him to the cross. This was his choice, what he wanted to do to, to self-sacrifice to lay down his own life for us, this is the way of Jesus. It's the way of Jesus and it's the way we're invited into. And so the big idea for today's uh, brief teaching on, on the idea that God sacrifices is this, that the character of God is in fact revealed through his self-sacrificial covenantal love and mercy. This, this is what reveals to us the essence, the core, the foundational principles of who God is. You know, God declares his name, Yahweh, I am, to Moses. And he passes by Moses and he says, the Lord, the Lord, abounding 
in steadfast loving kindness, slow to anger, abounding in steadfast loving kindness. This is this is another way of describing his self-sacrificial covenantal love and mercy. So um, his justice and righteousness are satisfied and fulfilled through his self-sacrificial covenantal love and mercy. A lamb was slain to cover the nakedness of Adam and Eve following the fall. This first sacrifice pointed towards a future sacrifice, a once and for all time perfect sacrifice. The lamb, the lamb of God who takes away the sins of the world. And God's sacrifice is still sufficient today, still saves today. As I was prepping for this uh, teaching today, um, in my inbox, my email inbox, I, I got a message from one of our intercessors, one of our prayer members here at Parker Ford Church. We're in a season of decision making. We're in a, a season of discerning the will of God. And so we have a, a group of men and women who have been praying faithfully for our church, just praying that God's will would be revealed and she emailed a group of us uh, lyrics from this hymn and I was thinking about it in connection uh, with this I haven't thought about this hymn in a while it's oh the deep deep love of Jesus by as Trevor Francis and the first verse goes like this and as I read it think about it in light of Jesus's self-sacrificial love laying down his own life so the author he he's singing out to Jesus he says oh the deep deep love of Jesus vast, unmeasured, boundless, free, rolling as a mighty ocean in its fullness over me. Underneath me, all around me, is the current of that love leading onward, leading homeward to that glorious rest above. I'm an ocean guy. I love the ocean. So the picture of standing on the shore, sitting on a rock, and the love of Jesus crashing over me, like the mighty ocean, vast, unmeasured, boundless, and free is a, is a beautiful reminder to me of the depths, the deep, deep love of Jesus's sacrifice. You know, if Jesus was forced into that sacrifice, it wouldn't mean the same thing. If, it, if, if he was a mindless lamb, you know what I mean? If he, if he didn't have any kind of um, authorship in the story, if, if he didn't choose it, then maybe this story goes very differently. But the fact that Jesus knew exactly what he was doing, the fact that Jesus made that choice is just remarkable. And, it, and it's a story unlike any other story that's been told that God himself would lay down his life in self-sacrifice uh, for his, his sheep, which is exactly what Jesus says in John 10. He says, I'm the good shepherd. I know my sheep and my sheep know me. Verse 15, just as the father knows me and I know the father and I lay down my life for the sheep. I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. He's talking about Gentiles. He's talking about you and I, you know, living thousands of years later in a far and distant land from when he originally said this. But verse 16, he says, I have other sheep that are not of the sheep pen. I must bring them also. They too will listen to my voice and there shall be one flock and one shepherd. The reason my father loves me is that I lay down my life only to take it up again. No one takes it from me, but I lay it down of my own accord. Jesus is just point blank saying, this is self-sacrifice. This is my choice. I'm choosing this. No one can take it from me. Not Pilate, not the Pharisees, not the religious leaders, not the Roman soldiers. Nobody can force me to do this. 
I'm choosing this. I lay it down of my own accord, my own choice. I have authority to lay it down and I have authority to take it up again. This command I receive from my father. Well, if we're going to be people of the way of Jesus, it's not enough just to bask in the fact, the deep, deep love of Jesus, the sacrificial love of Jesus. I mean, that's, that's the starting point. The starting point is at the foot of the cross, receiving the blood of Christ, uh, bringing us into the family, into the fold, cleansing and washing us. But that's not the end of the story, because if we're going to be people of the way, then we have to emulate, we have to imitate, we have to walk out the same calling to then love in the same way that we have been loved, which is exactly what the Apostle John says in his first letter recorded in the New Testament, 1 John chapter 3, verse 16. It says, this is how we know what love is. This is, this is how it's revealed. This is how we have any kind of clue what actual love is, that Jesus self-sacrificed. Jesus Christ laid down his life for us. And we ought to lay down our lives for our brothers and sisters. And if we're going to claim that Jesus died for me, then I better live in the same way and lay down my own life for my brothers and sisters. Verse 17, if anyone has material possessions and sees a brother or sister in need, but has no pity on them, how can the love of God be in that person? Dear children, let us not love with words or speech, but with actions and in truth. When it comes to love, talk is cheap. A lot of people can spin a nice song or write a nice poem or, you know, say nice things. But at the end of the day, are, are we who have received the self-sacrificial love of Jesus willing to do and to love the same way we ought to, says John, we ought to lay down our lives just as Jesus laid down his life for us. Millard Erickson, in his systematic theology book, uh, Christian Theology, reflecting on the self-sacrificial love of Jesus, he says in Hebrews 9, verses 6 to 15, the work of Christ is likened to the Old Testament Day of Atonement. Christ is depicted as the high priest who entered into the holy place to offer sacrifice. But the sacrifice Christ offered was not the blood of goats and calves, but his own blood. Thus he secured eternal redemption. A vivid contrast is drawn between the sacrifice of animals, which had only a limited effect, and of Christ, whose death was eternal effect. The sacrifice of God, one of the remarkable things to think about it, the sacrifice of Jesus is, you know, like lots of things can be called sacrifice. Essentially, if like in our culture of like consumerism, materialism, and overabundance, if I've got a hundred bucks on me today and I give away $10, we could call that sacrificial. That's not like really costing me that much, though. What Jesus laid down was his very life. What, what God sacrificed was himself, not, not something that was extra, like that wasn't that big of a deal that he could do without and not even notice it. No, he, he laid down his own life for us, and we ought to do the same. And so in reflection to uh, this teaching as we wrap up just a couple of questions to ponder what does the self-sacrificial nature of jesus's life and death reveal about god's character so thinking about the way that jesus went to the cross the way that he laid down his life what does that teach us about who god is how does this example of self-sacrifice actually subvert common narratives of the world you know so much of the world's narrative is like take care of number one <laughs> like look out for yourself 
it's a dog eat dog world it's a jungle out there like all, all of those things and the example of jesus just totally subverts this and flips it on its head he laid down his life for us and finally how might god be inviting you to walk the way of jesus today thanks so much for joining us i hope that this teaching has been an encouragement to you today i hope you have a great day go with god be blessed